Hello everybody, welcome back to another episode of Brew with Memory and today we're gonna do a classic, an olive oil goodie, uh, the classic Ethiopian yogurt cafe hollow berry tea that we having, uh, that, that I'm, I'm having for at least three years now and uh, we're gonna brew it and explain a little bit um, why we picked that coffee, why we are also engaged with our um, cooperative for, for more, than, uh, uh, more than three years now and and why we love love that coffee so that's really like a, a classical in terms of um of good grade um coffee from ethiopia bit of background about that one i really wanted a coffee that i can consume in the afternoon and a coffee that can really um be a bit more soothing lighter brighter on the brighter side with a kind of refreshing effect which is kind of contradictory um, when you have like a hot beverage but some hot beverage can be refreshing depending on the notes um, that you're having and I really love the florality and the fruitiness of this coffee along with a very nice uh, sweetness and uh, a little bit of, of nuttiness and even like some chocolatey notes sometimes in the um, in the finish so so I tasted at least 15 different coffees from Ethiopia and that really matched that perfect balance between a floral, uh, delicate note and some uh, citrusy and very sweet fruit, stone fruit notes. This is your, I would say, classic uh, coffee for Migachefe, which is a region of, of Ethiopia in the south or west of Ethiopia. Um, in terms of taste profile, so that's a grade one, uh, which is the, the the, 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 the highest grade in Ethiopia. Grade one in Ethiopia means that it only have one, um, one kind of defect. So in green grading, when a coffee, green coffee has more than five types of, the, of defects, it's a category two defect, um, you will not consider the coffee as specialty. And obviously the least defect you have, the purer the coffee. Now, Ethiopia took um, that into account to, to kind of uh, decide what is grading. Some other countries choose more the size, for example, or some of the elevation. But in Ethiopia, it's more about the uh, green coffee quality. So uh, regarding now Halloberry tea, um, it was established in 2014, and it has uh, approximately 750 small holder farmers, which means that there's a lot of farmers around who grows excellent coffees at a very, very high altitude and have a super perfect climate to grow those coffees. And the Halloberry Tea, uh, the Berry Tea uh, Cooperative in Washington Station, they are doing that, that work of, of kind of uh, transforming those cherries into delicious uh, cup of coffee. And to do so, they have different kind of, uh, of preparations. Um, in, the, uh, in the washing station, you can either, either dry it like in a natural process. And so you can find some uh, halobirity also natural processes. You can do a classic wash process where you uh, depot the coffee and then um, put them in a water tank for fermentation and then dry them uh, in raised bed. Or here we bought the highest a lot, which is actually a special preparation. Special preparation, why? Because it has been uh, washed twice and soaked in between. So after the first washing, they've been soaked another time and cleaned and then washed another time 
uh, to get really, really the pure, um, I will say like origin uh, taste of this region. So these, uh, those coffees usually are grown between 2,000 and, and 200 meters above sea level, which is approximately about 7,200 feet. Um, this is the newest harvest of 2020. And um, when, I, when I compare it versus the previous harvest that a lot of people loved, um, the only thing I can notice is that in this year's harvest, we have more sweetness. We have higher quality than in the last one. In the last year harvest, we got a very nice floral uh, taste, uh, super delicate, super bright and juicy. And if you really want to be picky, it was a little bit, it has a little bit less aftertaste. So the previous harvest scored 88. This harvest, uh, uh, on the other end, is a bit more balanced, meaning that it still has this, this kind, of, kind of jasmine tea flavor with, um, with stone fruit like apricot, peach, mandarin, berries, but also a very sweet finish. So in this year's, you'll feel or you'll taste just 10% maybe less of the jasmine, but much more balance, much more texture as well, and, uh, and a, a longer aftertaste. So this coffee actually scored 89. And that's also explained a little price increase because it also increased the green, uh, the green prices. Um, and here, let's start... Well, before we brew, we brew it, um, just a, a bit about the transparency. Uh, this has only like one, uh, one defect and I, our sourcing partner was, was Cafe Import. And we got six bags. In total, so four bags this year um, uh, on this Halloberry tea, which uh, from Yoga Chefe in Ethiopia. And if you really want to know exactly where, it's like in Jedeb, Jedeb um, Yoga Chefe. So, on the brewing, uh, we are going to do a classic, uh, classic brew um, using 20 grams and 300 milliliters uh, at. Uh, at kind of 93, 94 degrees centigrade, which is 200 to 203. And I'm not gonna give you like an exact size or whatever. It's, it's, really, uh, it's really based on what you are looking for. And I will explain that. But once you open the bag, there's a really, there's a really strong smell of apricot and berries. So it's very, very, very fruity. Much more than the floral um, smell that we had um, previously in the previous year. And so let me measure those 20 grams. All right. So 20 grams in 300 milliliters of water. All right. And so you can see on the beans, um, they have a very, very clear center cut. And um, they are mostly light, light roasted in a way that you can see in the back of the beans. It's almost like they are dry, dry and wrinkled. They're not oily at all. And that's and that's really um, and that's really how we we roasted it. It um, this year the reason why I think it has more um, more taste, more intensity, and uh, more balance is because this year's uh, moisture is a little bit higher. It's not that high that it can produce mold, but it's like it's so good. It's at eleven point seven percent. So you want you 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 want your your uh, your moisture of green bean to be between kind of nine to twelve, 
but the higher, uh, the more flavor it can get, but also the more inconsistent it can be if you don't store it properly. Fortunately, we store it in um, climate control environments, so we can ensure uh, stability in the taste and in the, um, in the, um, the moisture. The only thing we, can, we have to adapt is when we roast is, uh, is kind of our profile because we're roasting in Houston, Texas, and the weather is crazy. So, 20 grams in, um, light roasted. Uh, the weight loss is about 13.7%. Um, so, the, light, the, 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 lighter the, weight, the, the, the lower the, the weight loss, the lighter the coffee has been roasted, and the longer, uh, the, uh, the, the higher, the, higher uh, the bigger sorry, the, the weight loss, the, um, the longer it has been roasted and the darker it is. So, this is the total roast duration of 9 minutes and 50 seconds with approximately uh, 1 minute and 40 seconds uh, after the crack. And that's how we can really ensure and have this perfect balance of body, acidity, sweetness, and aftertaste. I'm using on my setup here a commonante grinder. Um, I'll be um, using quite a kind of medium coarse. Uh, medium coarse meaning it's about 35 clicks on the commonante. If you have a Barata Encore, that should be about 22. So, a little bit coarse. And here's why. Um, I really like the florality of the coffee. I really like the jasmine uh, tea in that coffee. Um, and that's why now I'm, I'm recording that in the afternoon. And I really want to experience that. So, I'm targeting a brewing time of 2 minutes and a half to 3 minutes. Now, in the morning... When I want more sweetness and more of the stone fruit, like peach, something very juicy, blueberries, um, I may grind it one or two notch uh, finer in order to get more of those fruits um, and create a very, very nice and sweet cup. Here, I'm really targeting the juiciness and the, um, the lightness of the coffee. So... If you really want to experience with this coffee, like what is a floral taste, uh, just go a little bit coarser. And if you end up, you brew at two minutes and a half, that's kind of perfect. Now, if you like, like the, the perfect, most balanced um, recipe for this coffee will be to finishing around three minutes. All right. I am using a, a drip coffee, so V60 here. Uh, the water I'm using is, um, so we, we are now um, selling some minerals and I created uh, four different recipes for espresso filter, but also within each one of those espresso filter, uh, whether you want something brighter or a more creamy and, and, um, and sweet. And here I'm using the uh, uh, filter, uh, filter bright recipe, which is... Uh, quite high in magnesium as compared to calcium and uh, lower in uh, bicarbonates, the buffer, the buffer of acidity. I'm also using a, uh, a, a filter uh, made by Abaka, uh, by Kafek, uh, Kafek in Japan. And that's, um, that's kind of, a, a, I'm tasting some different filters. 
And here uh, you can feel that when a filter is rough versus very smooth. So um, you may have different kind of filter. Even the Hario filter uh, has different version. If you buy it from Japan versus from uh, so manufactured in Japan or manufactured in Amsterdam, also in Netherlands, um, it will have different textures. So the rougher the um, the rougher the the texture, the touch, the uh, the kind of thicker it is, and the longer it will get to drip. So that's just a quite quick tip to um, to do to recognize like the, your your filter. So when you smell it, it's really it's super super sweet, super blueberry like and um, and honey like. And here I'm really going to use a, a very classic recipe. So it's not 1 to 16, it's 1 to 15. I'm not pouring 300 milliliters, but 330, 330, but 300. And I'll start with the classic bloom. And I'm kind of, I'm, I'm kind of old, old school in a way that um, I like just stirring this, the, the bloom with a spoon. I don't know. Uh, I know that Spinning is, is also very good and efficient, but I like giving a stir with my spoon, uh, like a north, south, east, west kind, for just 30 seconds. So I put 60 grams. The bloom is like kind of three times the amount, the amount of coffee. And at 30, at 30 seconds, I pour another 60 grams. All right, until 1 and 20. So this recipe is very uh, close to the uh, to James Hoffman recipe, except that I'm going to always uh, start with a circular pour and end with a center pour. And at one minute, I'm going to pour uh, until 200. So I'll start with like circular pours that kind of go back to the center and then end up with a center pour until 200. And at one minute and 30 seconds, I will pour the remaining 100 milliliters of uh, water, 50 with a circular and 50 uh, center. Why I start with circular and then end up with, with filter is because, with center, sorry, is because when you, the first pour, you see that the, the coffee bed is quite low, so you want to distribute evenly. Um, your um, oh, oh, I forgot I'm five seconds late, so you want to distribute evenly uh, the water. But when once the uh, the water is high enough, it doesn't matter to do a um, a circular pour. And a center pour helps a little bit more, kind of pushing, adding weight to the uh, brew so that it can um, it can brew faster. The reason why I don't want to have clogging and I like fast, faster flow is because slower, slower flow can create an um, immersion in the brew. You want to create a drip here. You don't want immersion style. And uh, that's why I, I kind of grind a little bit coarser. I used a paper that can uh, make, it, make it faster. And my temperature is at 203. So as you know, the higher the temperature, uh, the more you extract, but also the quicker your uh, your flow will be. So here, I really, uh, I really want like a nice, 
nice flow that uh, that drips uh, constantly and you can always check uh, check the flow uh, when you make it yeah here we go it is done so it's like two minutes and 45 seconds and I like uh, letting it sit a little bit before uh, before sipping it uh, so that you can really kind of cool down the temperature and um, and enjoy at a slightly just warm temperature not hot temperature that's how you have the best uh, the best of the coffee I feel okay we got it so the smell is really really floral and, and berry like uh, and you really expect this to be uh, when you smell it super super juicy um, when we say juicy is really something there are some coffees where you just want to drink it and drink it and drink it without stopping um, and usually for me it's those um, a little bit higher quality um, washed uh, coffees that are very kind of bright and juicy I, I can really drink it without stopping it as opposed to uh, my usually my morning cups which are a little bit uh, heavier in texture I use the uh, Salvador uh, micro lot that we have and also the Guatemalan uh, wine series those are more uh, kind of warmer sweeter uh, coffees that you can you know take time to uh, to drink this is addictive this halibarity mm. immediately it's really um what I like about those coffees is really the um, uh, clarity of a cup um, it's not easy to recognize uh, for home brewers for to recognize the notes in a coffee bag and sometimes it's also our fault in, um, in, in, in the roasting or in the coffee industry that we haven't include, included more a little bit more simpler notes in the bag that's why we changed kind of our our packaging and our notes instead of of saying for example last year I used to put jasmine tea uh, bergamot uh, blueberries and honeysuckle now this year it's only floral lemon berries and honey because everyone in the world in the US has a different definition and perception of what is jasmine tea what is blueberries uh, what is honeysuckle etc etc so we try to be more inclusive and I'll go more interpretation of the coffee but one thing that you can be sure here is when you drink It's definitely you feel that florality and those bright citrus fruit now what kind of citrus fruit some days uh, I feel more mandarin some days I feel more uh, lemony some 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 days even lime so um, it's really based on your brew right and um, on your water and your setup uh, overall so if I brew that on perhaps Kalida uh, I won't have exactly the same kind of citrus fruit if I brewed it on an origami, it will be a little bit, little bit different, or my perception will be a little bit different. So it's really uh, about how you're making your uh, your coffee. And here I'm only here to give you a little bit of indication by drying it a little bit coarser. If you want more of this floral citrusy fruits, and a little bit uh, or the same way you are uh, doing your filters and targeting three minutes, if you want more of uh of those peach and apricot uh flavors in your coffee uh, and you can play 
plug and play with this coffee it's it's super super easy to uh to to brew and very hard to mess up that's why also i love i love higher quality coffees not because they are very good but also because it's very hard to mess up it's very hard to create a disgusting coffee with uh, a first grade ethiopian coffee um usually even if you mess up your grind size i mean you, you drink will be still still be very 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 tasty and better than perhaps 90 percent of 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 the, of the coffees in the world I hope you've learned something about um, about our classic uh, Ethiopian coffee. Uh, stay tuned because we're gonna have another classic uh, from Ethiopia, but a different region. Because I really want you to experience uh, not just the origin, but also the region. Uh, now it's been a year where we've been doing this, and and I'm really happy to see that people enjoy and learn something about coffee. And also, like, kind of improve their palate by recognizing what they like, and recognizing an African coffee from a Central American by just brewing it. Because we really take care of the roast profile and and our green quality. Really put a lot of passion and love into it. And now I I want to take it to a step higher, where I would love people to kind of recognize between different regions. It can be a little bit interesting. So stay tuned. It's coming very very soon. Thank you very much and uh, see you next time.